how do we know that we love Christ? Just say it. Yeah, I'm a believer. Okay. And then you go on and you have no spiritual transformation. The point of Christ really is to show us how to be in God's kingdom. He demonstrated it. He lived it. And people saw that. If you love me, keep my commandments. That's how you know. The Shepherd in the Shrink podcast can only happen with your support. Please go to patreon.com, search for the Shepherd in the Shrink podcast, and find all kinds of cool stuff that we have in store for you. You can build the heart of a lion with a strong mind and spirit, because a lion's natural state is one of safety through courage, strength, and power. Hi, I'm the shepherd and pastor, Dr. Matt Hook. And I'm the shrink, Dr. Marty Fletcher. This is the show where theology meets psychology or mental health meets spirituality. Welcome to the Shepherd and the Shrink podcast. This is Dr. Martin Fletcher. I am the shrink of the Shepherd and the Shrink podcast. Matt is out of town on a much deserved vacation. So I'm going to do a solo kind of a brief podcast about two verses that changed my life. Okay. What I mean by changed my life, it was the beginning of my transformation. It was a different way of looking at the world, a different way of feeling, different way of behaving. Because when I went to the scriptures, I went to the scriptures out of real desperation. You know, nothing was working for me in the way I wanted to, even when I had some success, worldly success, uh, it wasn't fulfilling, still had fear, um, still had uh, irritability, anger that I didn't even know about. And um, I didn't have the purpose and meaning in life. I didn't have the telos, right? I, I didn't understand the telos, the, the meaning, the purpose of life. Um, and when we read the scriptures, the Holy Scriptures, we, we have to have a certain attitude if we're going to really benefit. And uh, the attitude that really works for me is I take it seriously as if it is what it is. I mean, not as if it is, this is the word of God. These are patterns of reality, things that people knew the apostles and the church fathers and the saints, um, they were inspired in their writings. And so I took it to be the truth, but I also abandoned my way. In my case, I was almost forced to, because nothing was really working uh, out for me. So that's the attitude of reading these. So what I'll do is I'm using the King James Version. So why do I use King James Version? I, I use different Bibles at different times. I like King James because, frankly, I think the writing's better. Um, I just think it, the, the, it's, it's more uh, poetic. Some people say, well, we don't talk like that. Well, the thou and thys, one thing that they do help us to do is uh, avoid some of the confusion of the pronouns, Okay. Because, for instance, you, you could mean a group of people, you know, it could be specific to a, a person. So anyway, you know, use whatever Bible you want, but I'm going to read the passages first. There are two of them. Um, the first one is Matthew 6, 24 to 34. Okay, I'm going to read it first, then I'm going to just kind of go through it and, and sort of describe the meaning that I derive from it. And when I read these, they, they, they're still very impactful. Matthew 6, 24 to 34. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, 
for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit to his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is, and morrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought, for the morrow shall take thought for the things itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Okay, so what does that mean? And why did it affect me so deeply? Because my values were out of alignment with the kingdom of God. I was of the world. And now look, I still am. I'm not, please don't take this as me saying I've arrived at any kind of um, special knowledge or that I'm a special kind of person. No, we're all going to go through these things. And we've all been educated to worry about the things of the world. Now me, I used to worry about everything. One real blessing I got is I don't worry anymore. And this is a passage that really helped me. But I also tested it out in the world. Okay, is this true? If I, if, if I live this way, um, what will happen? And it really happened that way for me. And I've seen it happen for other people that when I put my eyes on God and live for God and just obey, I mean, just innocently and just blindly obey, blind obedience, right? That takes faith. So let's go through this a little bit. No man can serve two masters. He'll love the one and despise the other. So who do we obey? The patterns of the world or the patterns of the kingdom of God, which are described in the Bible. What Matt always says, 66 ancient documents. Um, they were inspired. Uh, and by inspired, I don't, it's not like God took the hand and these prophets did automatic writing or something like that. It's inspired. It's knowledge. It's true knowledge that they wrote down. These are worldly things that he's talking about, like what you eat and what you wear, things that people just worry about. But test this out. Have you always been provided for? Maybe you went through a rough period, but haven't you always been provided for? There's, there, there's always someone who will step up or a new job, or maybe you lost your home, and then but now you're in another home. Now, what does it mean that we can't serve uh, God and mammon? Well, what's mammon? And mammon is the idol that drives our economy. There are exceptions, of course, but that's really it, material wealth. Mammon is material wealth, money. It's related to the sin of greed and the fear that I won't have enough. What will happen to me if I don't? You're so worrying about money and finances, okay? I mean, it's all over the place, isn't it, today? I mean, how much of that do you do? How much of that are, are you worried? Now, it doesn't mean that you don't pay attention, but you can pay attention to your finances and your career without fear. And what you want to replace the fear with is faith, because that's what he says, ye of little faith. Like, like come on, I, I said I'll provide for you. And this was the line that really struck me. 
but seek ye first the kingdom of God. That means that's, that's your motivation. That's your, that, that's your attention is on that and obeying, right? That is a whole different worldview and perspective, obeying and putting that first. You put God first and all these things come to you. Okay. So test that out. And um, I think you'll be happy because not only will you feel better, uh, you'll do better. And, and so why is that? I think that people respond to the Holy Spirit, right? People respond to the kindness and the generosity and uh, the giving of attention. People really know if you're uh, are listening to them, you know, really listening to them and valuing them, um, seeing them as the face of God, right? Everyone uh, is in God's image and likeness. Now, when you start to practice that and pray for it, stay in the word, people know that there's something different about you. When I, when I met uh, good examples of Christians, I knew something was different about them. And oftentimes I'll find out that they have a faith. They're just not out um, yelling through a megaphone on the street corner. They're living out their faith. Okay. Now the second verse that I want to cover with you is John 14, 15 through 27. And again, I'll read it and then we'll go and kind of just uh, do an analysis of it. These are strong words. So thank you for your attention. If ye love me, keep my commandments and I will pray to the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live. Ye shall live also, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words and my father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. And the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now, Christ wouldn't have given us a commandment that we couldn't keep. This is in large part a decision. It's a decision to just let go, just accept, to let go and to trust. Because faith is trust and confidence. So do you have confidence in the powers and principalities of the world, you know, corporations, political leaders? Okay. And I'm not saying we don't obey them. We do as Christians. Uh, we accept the vote the way it goes down and we live still in the kingdom of God. By living in the kingdom of God, you are living in this way. 
you're putting your trust in in God. It's, it's you know, it's riding your bike with um, no hands, right? You're just kind of balancing through this, uh, but you're you're not steering at that moment. Okay, so here are the important points for me. How do we know that we love Christ? Just say it. Yeah, I'm a believer. Okay, and then you go on and you have no spiritual transformation. The point of Christ really is to show us how to be in God's kingdom. He demonstrated it. He lived it. And people saw that. If you love me, keep my commandments. That's how you know. Are you obeying? And and in 1 John, I believe, let's see if I don't butcher this quote, for this is the love of God, that you keep his commands, his commandments, and his commands are not burdensome. Because I've often thought that even if you don't have the metaphysic of Christ, so let's say you don't really believe that there's a being that's like God and like Christ and the Holy Spirit, if you still follow those commands, you would live a pretty good life. And I think the world would receive you in, in, in a way that would confirm that. So we don't just talk, we do. We live these things. And then that's how we show love. Just like when your child uh, obeys you, your instruction to your children is for their well-being, if, if you're doing it the right way, the healthy way. So by obeying, how do you obey? Well, ask yourself, have I forgiven everyone? Have I accepted my own worth, right, as a child of God? Have you accepted the love of Christ and the Holy Spirit? You know, ask yourself that. Do I um, get angry? Do I worry, Right. Because that's not from God. That was a command when he said, don't, don't let your heart be troubled. Do not be afraid. Okay. You know, we got to check in. And, and how do we do that? Well, we practice. We get good at what we practice. So we practice these things. And we repent every day. It's not a one-time thing. We repent because we're imperfect, right? But that's okay, though, as long as we're really trying to stay on the path. Okay. So to show love isn't just to say these, this incantation of, I accept you, Lord, or whatever. That's, a, that's just the start of it. We have to demonstrate that. Um, I also think that, you know, because I'd read the Bible before. In college, I studied it. I took a couple classes on the New Testament and got nothing out of it. And that's because I wasn't serious about it. I was still so much of the world. It, they were just words to me. Now, when I had my transformation, my awakening, if you want to call it that, and fully repented. And, and, and the church fathers write about the tears of repentance, right? You, you may do that. You, you may just feel so sorry uh, that you were so lost that uh, you may. Um, and I did for months, but they, they were transformed into tears of joy. I would be smiling with, with tears because I, I felt so good. But to be truly sorry, know that it's not because you're a bad person that we do these things. Really, I mean, there are some people that you might want to say are bad people, but in generally, we do this stuff because we're ignorant, right? The world hasn't shown us this thing because this isn't of the world. This is of the kingdom of God. So it really is a, a faith thing. Let's listen to the last part. Peace I leave with you. These are Christ's words. Peace I leave with you. I'm leaving you peace. My peace I give to you. We can have the peace of Christ, but not as the world giveth. That's the real important part. We get so caught up in, in the world. And so much has been written by Paul and his epistles to say, don't conform to the patterns of the world. You will suffer. Check that out. See if it's true. So my peace I give to you, not as the world gives. And then do not let your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. 
that's a command. That is a command that says that don't do that. Just, just let go and obey. Take his guidance over your own. Pray and repent. Check in on yourself, right? There's a relief that comes from um, confessing sins. Those are the two verses. Uh, I'd be interested in your uh, feedback. Uh, like what, what, what were the verses that really helped change the way that you are? The, the, the way your way of being in the world what are the, the ones that you remember and that you lean on and go to what are the ones that you're having trouble with living because some of these are pretty radical by the world standards you could uh, join our private group on facebook so if you go to the shepherd in the shrink you'll see a page and then you'll be able to maybe maybe we can have a conversation there okay that's really what i have today god bless you all love you and i will uh, see you next week with the shepherd Thanks for listening to the Shepherd and the Shrink podcast. You can check out the show notes from this episode, get free resources, discover more about our work, and all the ways to subscribe so you never miss an episode of the show. Head over to drmartinfletcher.com.